At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. The other half is across America. He is in Boston. It's Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. How are you? Good afternoon, Pritch. Doing great. Happy Friday. You're doing double duty today, my man. You got a double header. Let's play <laughs> two. So great job on Lombardi line earlier today, Pritch. And we got a lot to get to today. I'm excited about not just the MLB board today. I think there's a lot of good games we should break down, but the NFL slate. We have a bunch of games uh, for tonight, tomorrow, and this weekend, and a lot of coaches who are telling us exactly what they're doing, Pritch. So mm-hmm. I think as a better, this is when we're looking for these information-based bets. I'll give you an example real quick. Andy Reid came out and said, hey, I'm going to play my guys pretty much the entire first half for t- uh, tomorrow's game uh, with for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So targeting KC as a first-half bet, that could be worth a look. But Pritch, before we do all our breakdowns, I just got to say, I almost, I didn't forget, but I was reacclimated to what it's like to sweat an NFL game last night because we, I had that under last night. Yes. Oh my God. Were we looking good? You know, 10, nothing. I'm like getting ready to go to halftime and then a muff punt at the one yard line. You <laughs> score a touchdown. Special teams almost blew it. Jacob Eason did as, uh, you know, as, as well as he could, or as much as he tried to kill it for all these uh, underbetters like myself. Luckily the bears had a goal line stand at the end, but OMG Pritch that got down to 38 and a half. I think we, a lot of us on betting across America got at 39 and a half. 
goes to show you, even when you have a really sharp bet, you're beating the closing line. You got great low bets, higher dollars, inflated line uh, on these totals based on these those overs crushing it, 14 and three week one. But even with all that being said, it's never, never easily uh, easy, Pritch. Luckily, we got the under, but boy, was I dripping sweat on that under last I night. I bet you were. I thought about you too. I mean, I think <laughs> other people were on that under. You know, it should have went over. It should have. Like, you know, it's it's one of those games where you have opportunities and, and players drop passes and stuff like that. They just can't execute. I mean, you have that many chances uh, inside the 20-yard line to score. Uh, and, okay, you might go over that way. On top of that, too, 18 punts in a game, Josh. I mean, my goodness. Like, if you're trying to cap preseason, good luck with that. Uh, for me, in particular, I, I intel gather. And uh, the information that I gathered or intel I gathered from that game uh, as we go over it right now is Geno Smith, is, he's, not, he's not a difference maker. You know, he's getting a golden opportunity to seize a moment and become the starting quarterback, and then they go out there and perform that way. I, I just don't understand how you can do that, how you can have a lack of focus, and then on top of that, how you can produce tape uh, like that as you're beginning your career or if you're Geno Smith uh, trying to become a starting quarterback in this league. I'm with you, Pritch. I think it was disappointing if you're looking at Geno Smith to be your starter here with Drew Locke, obviously not playing last night because of COVID. And it was funny, Pritch, did you see a lot of these fans, the 12th man fans in the stands? Yeah. Some guy had a huge sign, bring in Jimmy G. So kind of tells you what they're thinking there uh, with Seattle. And I think, uh, again, it's been pretty quiet on the Jimmy G front. We're getting closer and closer to week one. Really haven't heard anything. Maybe he's just going to you know, pick his spots or you know, see how San Fran handles this um, because I believe he's still kind of tied to them contractually, but yet uh, they're kind of moving on without him, obviously. Obviously, but let's see if Jimmy G makes a move to one of these teams, maybe the Browns, uh, maybe Seattle, but I'm with you, Pritch. I think it's also an example of, you know, if you don't have a really sharp edge on a side right. lay off because we did see a move there on Seattle and it made kind of sense, Pritch, like, mm -hmm. you know, Chicago was expected to play a bunch of backups, although fields did play early. Seattle was expected to play a bunch of their guys. We did see that line at one point, all the way up to like four or five, it came back down to three and a half. But to me, and we'll get to a lot of games for tonight and tomorrow where it's pretty clear one team is definitely going to, or we think is going to play their guys. The other team is going to sit them. I just think it's kind of scary to lay some of these spreads right now, unless you have a kind of a perfect uh, storm here, basically on an information-based bet. So that was kind of what held me off of Seattle. And again, why I thought that under was the play and Pritch, you're right. It probably should have flown over, but it also shouldn't have even uh, gotten that close too. <laughs> right, so yeah. I guess there's uh, glass half empty glass half full, well, but good point by you, Gino, yeah. not very impressive. No, not night. at all. And so it does bring into question about Jimmy Garoppolo. Michael Lombardi mentioned that on his show earlier, uh, because, you know, you saw uh, Gino with the ice pack and everything. I mean, he probably could still play it or whatever, but that's how close they are to losing that guy. Uh, and then the headline, Seahawks Drew Locke still really sick, uh, you know, with COVID. So you don't know when he's going to return and, and when he's going to be full speed to even try to win the quarterback competition out there and become the starting quarterback. So Seattle's up against it. Something's got to happen pretty soon. Either Geno Smith has got to get inspired and certainly uh, build more confidence for that franchise, or uh, you could look to see if uh, Jimmy G and his agents and his phone's going to ring. Yeah, I think that's what you're waiting on if you're a Seattle fan. And this is a team that, you know, again, the public is definitely off the Seattle train. And, you know, looking at that win total, it mm -hmm. is five and a half. You lose Russell Wilson, they're going to be terrible, right? But I'll just be a little bit, you know, careful there only because the great denominator for me, Pritch, is the market and what the market is telling us. So right. we still have seen that win total five and a half juiced up over like minus 130, minus 140 last time I checked. See if it moved at all based on last night. But that kind of tells you, even though they look bad, I just it always to me with preseason, Pritch, you look great. 
don't go overboard with a player. He looks terrible or a team looks bad. Don't go overboard. These are exhibition games. And I think the public will just say, ooh, hammer that Seattle under five and a half. It doesn't look good right now with their quarterback play. But to me, I just think it's a point of caution. Don't just go run and bet a win total just based on one preseason game and what you've seen out of one game. Yeah, I mean, to your point, uh, he'll be better with Lockett and um, DK Metcalf on the field. They're not going to drop the passes that we saw out there from the younger players. But uh, it, it's just, you know, when you're betting, this is the intel I gathered. I'm filing it away. Uh, if if the difference in the game, uh, as I cap a game moving forward in a regular season, is a quarterback play, then I know uh, Seattle is behind eight ball. I, I know from a, a standpoint of that quarterback, Geno Smith, he's just not a difference maker, uh, right? So that's the info that I gathered, and, and certainly I'm going to take into the regular season if he's named the starting quarterback for the Seahawks. And I think that's a really smart point, Pritch, because whether you're getting down in these games or not, you know, grab a notebook right here as right. you're watching the game, you know, write some things down that you can file away moving forward. So to me, Geno Smith, kind of in that Jacoby Brissett type area, maybe <laughs> Brissett has a little bit higher of a ceiling. but you're, Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a toss up there. That's a 50-50 bet. But just tells me that, you know, if you need a spot starter, maybe he can win you a game. If a guy gets hurt, he comes in the second half, maybe he can lead you to a victory. But if you're counting on Geno Smith, if you're counting on Jacoby Brissett, to lead your teams, you know, to double-digit wins. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a tall task. And then also, Pritch, I did just look it up. The juice did move a little bit at DraftKings. The Seattle win total, it's still five and a half juiced up over. Okay, but I got to. I, I, I'm pretty sure about a week ago it was like minus 140, minus 135. Now it's five and a half over minus 125. Mm. So again, you're seeing a little bit of buyback here with kind of these quarterback concerns with Seattle. Yeah, very, very interesting. Okay, Kenny Pickett, we'll see more varsity action. That's a quote uh, probably coming from Tomlin right there uh, in the second preseason game for the Steelers. I think a lot of people are excited about the young talent, kind of like what we see uh, in Cincinnati and how that all came together with those guys 25 years old or younger. Uh, you're seeing the same thing kind of be built the same way out there in Pittsburgh. Uh, so Kenny Pick is going to get increased action. And then where's your guy? Seriously. He's the most famous football player on planet Earth, and nobody can locate Tom Brady. Uh, there's all kind of rumors out there, uh, Josh. I know you got a win total bet there with the Buccaneers, but my goodness, this is starting to get concerning a little bit because uh, there's no timetable. Schefter who broke the news about Tom Brady retiring in the first place, uh, had some news yesterday about Todd Bowles uh, not definitive on a timetable or timeline for Tom Brady and his return. Yeah, this is really getting scary, Pritch. And again, our guy Randy Mueller yesterday, who won us a ton of money there on the draft, looking at Pickett, you know, first quarterback, and uh, Trayvon Walker, number one, even he was saying he hasn't heard anything. So to me, Either this, it, it's a couple things going on, Pritch. Number one, uh, you know, is he contemplating back going to retirement? I don't know. I don't think so. I just think, you know, he's almost uh, like committed here to once you go one way and come back, it's hard to then go back the other way. There's a, you know, conspiracy theory. Giselle had a vacation plan, <laughs> Pritch, and she's not going to miss that vacation. She thought Brady would be retired by now. But no photo. But I don't know. I mean, no photo. TMZ, TMZ? So, TMZ? somebody, yeah. right? Everybody's everywhere. Paparazzi. I mean, it's Tom Brady. Uh, unless he's like secluded in a cave somewhere, how how can we not get a photo of the most famous football player on the planet right now? Yeah, and I know he lives in you know kind of this uh, you know palace there on the water in Tampa Bay. Aren't we staked out by his house, seeing you know what's going on if he's leaving the house or not? I don't know. It's scary, Pritch. I also think you know this is a camp with Brady that sometimes they do leak things out that they that they don't like. Mm -hmm. uh, back when Belichick Brady with the you know Tom likes to uh, have his balls a certain way, you know with the Deflate Gate thing, they leaked out some things against Belichick. So when they want to leak things out, they'll get it out there, and sometimes it does come out. The fact that it hasn't come out. 
I don't know. Is it a medical thing? Is it a family thing? I don't really want to speculate, but I think, you know, from uh, a win total standpoint, yes, I am t- you know, committed here on the 11 and a half over. You can get even money, but I'm, I'm nervous about it. Pritch again, we'll have to see. We'll find out maybe a month from now, you know, a month and a half from now, if you, you know, obviously what the deal was, maybe we'll never know, but it is getting worrisome. And especially when, you know, the train's leaving the station and you're nowhere to be found. At least, you know, he can play football in his sleep. He's been doing it so long, but it's getting worrisome, and it's really weird that we haven't heard anything from anybody. Well, I mean, he's so much to that franchise, too. And, okay, no uh, Bruce Arians anymore either. I mean, there was uh, some level of, you know, we know how to get there in terms of a Super Bowl. Bruce Arians, certainly from a coaching standpoint. Now, Todd Bowles has taken over a locker room. Uh, when your star player is nowhere to be seen, just the presence of Tom Brady in the locker room is not felt right now. Uh, so who's the leader? Who, who seriously? Who's the leader on the field? I mean, uh, are you going to rely upon the young quarterbacks? I mean, I, I know Tom Brady's going to return. I get that, but it's like I'm really surprised that there's no photo or info, even from the head coach, on when Tom Brady's going to return back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, and, I, and I'm glued to you know Instagram. Brady <laughs> loves to post a lot. Giselle right. loves to post a lot. They haven't really been posting nothing. much lately. Okay. So there's there's nothing going on, Pritch. I have no idea. And again, you're getting Trask and Gabbert a lot of action. Maybe that's a good thing. Who knows though? Brady, you got to be there, and it's easier said than done to just you know waltz into week one and, and post a win. It's getting it's getting to be a little bit nervous at this point. Yeah. Oh, see, he's not 35 anymore either. I've been saying that all <laughs> all summer. Everybody's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Josh, we've gone over every schedule in the National Football League. Uh, we're going to go over some odds, most and fewest wins in the National Football League. We'll go over those coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with win totals, uh, team trends, uh, power ratings over under recommendations as well. Get best bets on season win totals. Like I mentioned, division finishes and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSEN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now until the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price uh, with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So Josh, I mentioned going into the break that we have gone over every single schedule of all these teams in the National Football League. I'm putting together a portfolio. Again, I think it's going to be about 12 teams. Uh, I did 10 teams in Major League Baseball. It's been great. Uh, so I'm focusing in on locking in maybe 12 teams uh, going into the year for the National Football League. Uh, so Wyatt, our producer, came up with a great idea. Most uh, and fewest wins because he spotted this market uh, in the National Football League. So we're so familiar with schedules. Let's do this, right? Uh, so let's start with the most uh, NFL wins uh, coming into the year. Uh, so we have the odds for the Bills at plus 500, perhaps for them to have the most wins in the National Football League this year. Okay, the Packers plus 700, what we know about the Packers, the Chiefs, uh, plus 800. The Buccaneers, uh-oh, plus 550. Uh, the Rams, there you go, plus 750. And the Chargers as well, uh, plus 800. Your thoughts there for the most wins? Yeah, so this is an interesting, Chris. And I think if you're going to bet this award or this uh, this prop bet here, go to the win totals. That's kind of the easiest way to mm-hmm. kind of you know cut through the noise. And what are the odds makers projecting for these teams this year? So Buffalo Bills plus 500. I mean, what's not to like about Buffalo? They have the highest win total of any team, 11 and a half. 
over minus 140 at DraftKings price. So not only is it the highest win total, but they're making you pay an expensive price to take the over. So that's kind of a good sign here mm -hmm. to me for the Bills to have the, the most wins this year. Now, Tampa Bay, plus 550. I am you know committed there on the over 11 and a half. I'm not feeling great about it, Pritch. It's juiced up under. By the way, I just uh, dialed up DraftKings. They're off the board with Bucks win totals right now. So that tells you how wow. uh, kind of important and kind of, you know, uh, you know, dicey it is right now with Tom Brady that these books are taking it down. Because when did they take that they down? It must have been over the last couple of days, Pritch, because okay. every day I look at BetMGM, DraftKings, a bunch of other books. And uh, BetMGM does have a few um, options here as well as alternate win totals with the Bucks. But DraftKings said, hey, we're not going to screw around. If we don't know what, what the deal is with Brady, we don't want to hang a number and maybe yeah. he's – I don't know, out for the year and we hang 11 and a half and get hammered to the under. That's a, the sort of thing that uh, kind of caught my eye. A couple juiced up high totals that are that are um, uh, looking toward juice to the over pitch. Kansas City, I know this is a team that is in a really tough division. And, you know, typically we see them as a minus number to win their division. I think they're like plus 140 to win that AFC West. Uh, but they're 10 and a half over minus 120. That's a juiced up over there. One of the highest win totals uh, behind the Bills. Green Bay's 11, even minus 110. Mm -hmm. I think if you're looking for a flyer, and this might make you a little bit excited, Pritch, the Chargers. The Chargers are a 10-win total over minus 140. That caught my eye as being uh, one of the uh, few here, double-digit win totals, but really an expensive price to the over. So the Chargers, if you're looking at, uh, what are they, Pritch, like plus 800, around plus 1,000? That's one that's high and juiced up over, but I'm not going to outsmart myself. Give me the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have the best record this year. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's outsmarting yourself at all, but I, I mean, I look at who's going to win the divisions here too, right? I mean, think about it. Like the Colts going over their schedule. They're 20 to 1. They have the most wins. I mean, I, it's probably not going to take the most wins to win that division, but then you go to the AFC West, uh, and you did mention the Chargers. The Chiefs are up there too. Uh, it maybe double digits, maybe they beat up on each other. Maybe it's going to come to head to heads and, and tiebreakers. But how about, you know, teams like the 49ers that are 18 to one, you know, if the Rams regress at all, you know, what's going on with the, with the Cardinals too. And, and we just saw Seattle. I mean, if the 49ers get on a roll factoring in their schedule too, and the NFC and how wide open that could be, I mean, 18 to one for the 49ers. What do you think? That's a pretty good number there, Pritch, 18 to 1. So in terms of a payout, that's, you know, down the board a little bit. But I think, it, you know, I look at one of two ways. Okay, what are the odds makers telling us? But then also, maybe they're underestimating a couple teams. Like the 49ers do come to mind, Pritch. You have Shanahan, obviously, uh, who is one of the best offensive play callers, one of the better coaches in the NFL. You re-sign Debo Samuel. You don't have to worry about that contract situation. You have a really good defense that uh, was fantastic there in the playoffs against some really good opponents. And, oh, by the way, you're switching Jimmy G to Trey Lance. So I still am a little bit concerned about Trey Lance just because, again, he's a young kid. He doesn't have a ton of experience. He's only a couple of years removed from North Dakota State. Everything you're hearing is that he looks fantastic. So maybe I'm just you know a little bit wary of, of a young signal caller here. But if things mesh, if he does well, if they're going to have that you know three-headed monster in the backfield with Mitchell and Debo and Trey Lance, and you don't know if they're going to run throw or who's going to run it, that, to me, maybe they take the league by storm. Remember the year, uh, what was it, Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams, Pritch, when they did the Wildcat, and like everyone's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Remember there was a game the Patriots lost when they unveiled that. What if this uh, new play call and how, uh, you know, just, you know, unpredictable they are, defenses ha have a really, uh, you know, tough time stopping them. 18-1, to 1, that makes sense to me, but I still am worried about a young quarterback who has never been through a full year in the NFL. Yeah, I hear you. I think a lot of people are going to have that in the back of their minds right there, uh, and, and for good reason. Uh, but you think about the conferences too, like the AFC, uh, our team's going to beat up on each other. What, what type of role or what type of run can you go on? The NFC seems to be more wide open. 
but yet the top teams or perceived top teams in NFC, they have some question marks. Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers in a group of young wide receivers now, Dallas Cowboys, um, and, and the changes going on there too. So uh, it's like the NFC, the Rams even, uh, the, it's like the NFC is so wide open that – uh, I, I don't know if the, if a team's going to go, a particular team can go on a roll there, but it seems likely that or probable that a team from the NFC could have the most wins this year. That does make sense. So, you know, Green Bay does come to mind. They're 11 win total, you know, the mm-hmm. uh, the third highest tier behind, you know, the Bucks, whether they're on or off the board at your book or not, right. or Buffalo. That's a team that, to me, I think they make stylistically look a little different. Like Randy Mueller was talking about this. You know, will they put up 40 points a game and Aaron Rodgers throw for 400 yards? He probably could, but I don't think you're going to really expect that. They're kind of changing the way they play. They're going to run the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, he you had Rodgers ream out his wide receivers yesterday or the other day. Uh, you have a really good defense. You spent a lot of draft capital on your defense. That's a division that you feel like the, they're going to win that division. And, you know, what have we seen with LaFleur and Rodgers? Pretty much every year they win 13 games. So that could be a team worthwhile plus 700. Mm-hmm. The Rams are interesting to me, Prince, just because – the market has taken a position on LA. They're 10 and a half under minus 120. So uh, they are expecting a little regression here. Obviously, McVeigh, he's not going to play any of his starters throughout the year. Stafford has said his shoulder is feeling a little bit better, or his, his elbow. Still something you got to worry about. Uh, but you are right. You know, if that juiced up under with the Rams comes to fruition and maybe they, you know, go 10 and 7, could San Fran sneak in at 18 to 1? And that's something to keep an eye out for. Okay, let's go for the race to the bottom, uh, the fewest NFL <laughs> wins. Uh, I guess the race for CJ Stroud, right? <laughs> uh, that's, that's what this bet is. The Texans plus 300, um, the Jets plus 650, you got the Falcons plus 350, the Bears, no, plus 800. Um, the Panthers are on this list here at 10 to one, uh, people perking up about, uh, Carolina. I'm curious to see what they have, uh, in their game against new England, uh, but people perking up about them a little bit. The commanders, the commanders are 25 to one odds to have the fewest wins, Josh. So based on the win totals, Houston is projected to be the worst team. So uh, you look at their win total, it's four and a half. They're the only team uh, below five. Atlanta's five. Jets are five and a half. Seattle's five and a half. Houston's really juiced up under four and a half minus 120. And, mm-hmm. you know, based on the number here, plus 300, they are the favorite. That does make sense to me. I'd be a little wary, though. I, I feel like maybe they could be a little more competitive than people think. Davis Mills, mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers, had a decent year. And they have, uh, you know, brought it up back with Lovey or, you know, had turned to Lovey Smith, who has, you know, history here and, and experience in the NFL. So I, I think that they have to be kind of the uh, the favorite here to win this award just because they have the lowest win total. You know, the Falcons, five under minus 145. I just think one of these teams is going to be really bad that we don't expect. So will it be, you know, a team like the Carolina Panthers? Will it be Seattle, even though they're juiced up over? You know, what if they have no quarterback all year, Pritch, and it becomes a disaster in Seattle and people are arguing and fighting with each other and BK is not getting the ball? To me, you know, if you're looking at plus 800, I know I kind of mentioned earlier they're still juiced up, but I'm trying to project and say, okay, let's look at the data and what the market's telling us, but let's kind of think, you know, what if these could go really sideways here? You know, is, the Giants. Is Garoppolo, is Garoppolo a better quarterback than Gino and uh, Drew Locke? Absolutely. Then, he's, I mean, a, he's a winner. You haven't heard? Well, <laughs> I mean, if you're Seattle, you're picking up the phone probably, right? I mean, I would think, but who knows? Yeah, again, and if I'm Seattle, I feel like you should have called Jimmy G already. I would I would make that move immediately here. Maybe they're high on Drew Locke. Maybe they expect okay. him to come back and play he's well. right now. Uh, but, yeah, you can't expect him. And what's the most important stat, Pritch? Games played. If you're not yeah. on the field, uh, you can't help your team. Well, which coach is on the hot seat? Like, 
Carolina, I mean, people are perking up about them. They're 10 to 1. Uh, the Commanders, I mean, my goodness, if Ron Rivera is not on the hot seat right now, I mean, well, I don't know what seat he's on. He should be, or Del Rio for sure. Uh, 25 to 1 for the Commanders to have the, uh, the, the fewest wins this year. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz, obviously, you don't think much of him just in general. (laughs) But I believe they were like seven and a half up to eight and a half. I think there was some movement to their over win total over the summer. But, yeah, I could see that maybe being a down year for them. Okay. The Lions out there on the board, 2-12-1. I'm not going there. Uh, Okay, Josh, it's the weekend. Uh, We used to be uh, football frenzy on a Friday. Now we're wall-to-wall football. Uh, We begin our preseason breakdowns coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine and has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And as always, we're presented by Betham Jim. Uh, so, Josh, uh, wall-to-wall football. How about that? Uh, here we go on a Friday. We had that game yesterday. And we've mentioned it and we talked about it. Uh, the coaches, the information we can get from coaches, we're going to play our starters. Seattle played some starters. It didn't matter. They were awful. <laughs> right? Uh, so... From a betting standpoint, let's start with Carolina uh, and the Patriots. Your Patriots up there. We know the Patriots are probably going to play Mac Jones. Uh, they got Parker. They certainly got Aguilar, who's been lightening up in camp. And you want to see that, And I think, at full speed in a game situation. Whereas on the other side, Carolina's not playing the starters. Spirited, spirited joint practices, though. Line movement, we got New England minus 6. 39 is the total. Yeah, huge team here to the Patriots, Pritch. I'm looking at the Patriots on the money line. I know this line has kind of gotten away from you now yep. at this point. Pats are up to like minus six, minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. You'd be risking about minus 250, which is kind of a big number. Betris not bet to win. You're trying to, you know, risk a unit, get a little less than a half unit back. But one point that you made in terms of like, you know, a team playing their guys, but, you know, not looking good and losing and getting, you know, rolled pretty much. I like it when the line continues to go toward the team playing their guys. I don't want any buyback whatsoever. So, you know, looking back toward last night, yes, the line did go to Seattle, but at one point it got to minus five and came back down. Like to me, that was the worrisome sign when there was buyback the other way on the bears. This one tonight is kind of a good blueprint play for me because there's been zero buyback at all whatsoever on Carolina. Even as the line gets higher and higher, really haven't seen any uh, line movement back toward Carolina. So as we know, you know, looking at these joint practices, Pritch, the coaches seem to like these more than the games because you can have more control and work on exactly what you want to work on here. But this was back and forth. I think it's a good example of not betting a, a preseason game too early in the week, uh, staying glued to Twitter, waiting to hear what these reporters are going to tell you, what the coaches are saying. But perfect example here was this line was back and forth. You know, uh, it opened at a lot of shops like Pats minus two, minus two and a half. Then like Monday, Tuesday, it flipped to Panthers minus two and a half. 
Then it flipped again back to Patriots minus two and a half. And then over the last you know day, 24 hours, really from uh, last night to today, massive movement to New England all the way up to minus six and a half. So if you want to lay the points, you know, to me, it, you're kind of getting the worst of the number at this point. I'd rather lay a higher money line knowing just win the game versus laying a six, six and a half right now. <laughs> but you do see when you have two points or more of steam in the preseason, Pritch, these mm-hmm. teams cover around 57% of the time. But the play to me is, you know, Belichick sounds like he's going to play his guys. Mike Reese, reporter in New England, said that you're going to see a lot of the ones tonight. Mac Jones, a lot of these receivers, the offensive line. And Matt Rule, maybe he's doing a solid for Belichick. He's not playing any of his guys. It looks like it's going to be P.J. Walker. So this is a money line play for me on the Patriots. I know it's a high number, but I'm trying to eke out, you know, quarter, half, you know, a little less than a half unit here. I'm going with the move. I'm going with the Patriots. I wouldn't hate a first half bet either. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I, chasing steam moves in preseason, I don't know if that computes for me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't blame it, you. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's minus six and it's preseason. I mean, anything and everything can happen like we just saw last night, right? Uh, even the total uh, from a betting standpoint at 39, uh, probably played over. I'm not playing a game. Uh, I'm going to gather intel like I always do in preseason. But, Dad, I, I don't know about chasing uh, some steam in a preseason, though, uh, even though the market might indicate uh, you doing that. Okay, let's get to New Orleans uh, and Green Bay. Uh, joint practices, too, right? Uh, I always heard some great things from Randy Mueller, former GM, uh, executive of the year in 2000, GM uh, for the Saints, too. He's in tight with the Saints, uh, Josh. Uh, Andy Dalton doesn't look great. Uh, Ian Book is not a quarterback in the National Football League. Uh, and then you got the Packers and Love playing for his future. So there's a there's some motivation on, on both sides, I think. Uh, 38 and a half to total, minus three for Green Bay. So this would be a stay away from me, Pritch. You know, we're talking about, you know, trying to have a, an information-based bet where it's very clear mm-hmm. one team's doing, you know, A, the other team's doing B. It's kind of unclear what's going on here. Randy Mueller gave us some good information. You're, you're not going to see Aaron Rodgers, obviously. You're not going to see Jameis Winston. Uh, we did see a little movement here. We're showing Packers minus three on our board, Pritch, but I did notice some shops are falling to minus two and a half. So you did see some Saints money, key number plus three, down to two and a half. I will lean a little bit with that line movement. Uh, one thing we haven't really talked about a lot, and I'd love to know what your syndicate guys think of this, Pritch, but <laughs> you know, teasing preseason a little bit. I, I think you kind of get a little carried away with that, and I'll probably hold most of my teaser to the regular season but you know anytime i see a two and a half i automatically think can we take them up to eight and a half can you uh get a better number and, and get you know obviously uh a better opportunity to cover that number so a little movement to new orleans but really nothing clear either way i'm thinking about a lean to the saints but this would be a layoff for me yeah josh i did talk to a couple guys from the syndicate and they don't even bet preseason how about that <laughs> <laughs> it didn't shock They're gonna me save years off their life don't worry it's probably <laughs> the better move right right i mean I might have been harsh on Ian Book right there. He's not an NFL quarterback. He's got a chance to become one. Uh, maybe this is a game in which uh, Ian Book kind of changes things, right? Or, or hopefully for his for his career, for his future. Yeah, that's obviously something you're looking toward. Remember, when he played that one game, I think it was against Miami late mm. last year, Pritch, he did not look like an NFL quarterback. And obviously the Saints had a bunch of issues, a bunch of injuries. Miami maybe just caught him at a really bad time. But I think he threw a bunch of picks, turnovers. He just looked totally overmatched. So I don't want to write off a kid off a bad start. Uh, but that being said, you know this is an important game. And I think if you look at his stats from their first preseason game, as you mentioned, he wasn't that bad. I think he threw for close to 100 yards. So we'll see how that develops. But you know, to the point of knowing these depth, charts vison.com maddie humans wrote a great article looking at the depth chart and at least you want to be aware of you know who's next in line uh in terms of the signal caller if these starters aren't playing yeah let's get to houston and the rams uh the rams at home 
Uh, they're a dog, Josh, uh, plus two, uh, 38 uh, is the total. I went to a preseason game, the Rams house and all that. I mean, they kind of hype it up. Uh, there's some energy uh, in the building. It's just not a regular season energy, though. It's a huge, huge stadium, right? And, okay, you got the Texans in there. Uh, Lovey Smith is – you talk about coaches wanting to be vanilla – uh, typically, that's Lovey Smith with, with the concepts that he has defensively. Doesn't have the players to run what he wants to what he wants to run eventually. Uh, but maybe he can get some fight out of these guys. I don't know. Uh, again, gathering intel for me. Thirty eight to total, like I mentioned. Dog uh, being a Rams at plus two. So this is a play that I do have tonight, Pritch. I money line the Texans. So if you like the Patriots but think that line's gone too far, I again, I don't blame you. It's minus 250. Mm-hmm. But this one, to me, minus 140 money line Texans, I have this in pocket. I like this move toward the Texans. And this would be another information-based bet and a data-driven bet because if you look at the line movement here, Pritch, Houston actually opened at some shops getting a point. You know, we're showing Texans minus three the open, but there are different books that have different opening numbers. But you did see a lot of books that were – you know, minus one pick them, something like that, shoot up to uh, to uh, Rams or sorry, Houston minus two and a half. So line movement is going uh, Houston's way here. This would match kind of a little bit of dog to fade movement, at least from some of these market setting books that open a little bit lower. And this is an information based bet based on McVay and what we know out of him. You know, we know that obviously Harbaugh and McDermott, some of these coaches who do great in the preseason, they have a good culture. You know, they have kind of these big win streaks going. Uh, McVay's the opposite. You know, he doesn't really play many of his guys. Now, he's not a huge bet against. He's actually still been pretty decent here in the preseason, despite not playing his guys. But you're not going to see, you know, any of these guys. Stafford, uh, you know, obviously your your Cooper Cup, your you know Bobby Wagner, all these other guys that you're not going to see at all tonight. Lovey Smith did mention if you do some research, you know, you Google it, Lovey Smith starters. You can find some info here. He did say, quote, Davis Mills will get his reps in tonight. So he's mm-hmm. expecting to see his starters play maybe a, a quarter. But he, he threw out about three series just in general. So if Rams aren't going to play their guys, Houston's going to play Davis Mills and some starters. The line is going to Houston. And then this is kind of what sent me over the edge, Pritch. Beeson.com slash blitz. Look at the data. Where are, where are the bets and money going? Only 21% of spread bets are on Houston tonight but they're taking in 62% of the money. Mm-hmm. So that's a contrarian, you know, low bets, higher dollar, plus 40% discrepancy play. So I'm on Houston in this one. I'm money line minus 140. Let's see if the Texans can get a win in LA. Okay, about a minute and a half, Josh. I want to focus in on what intel you've gathered. And certainly, I mean, the market's going to dictate some of the plays that you're going to have week one, regular season, National Football League. Uh, anything standing out to you in regards to like what we went through so far with preseason? For instance, you know, Joe Flacco is on fire right now with the Jets. And the Jets, I believe, week one are catching seven points uh, there. Anything can, everything can happen week one, too. So uh, I don't know what the market's indicating from that standpoint for you as we head into week one in a matter of weeks. So that's one that I did notice, Pritch, you know, minus seven. I think Baltimore opened like minus four, minus Mm -hmm. five in that game. So that's probably going to be a hazmat play for me, taking the plus seven, or does it get to the hook in seven and a half? I think one thing in general when you get to week one is there's a big overreaction to the preseason. Like if you look bad in preseason, you know, let's bet against you. If you look good in preseason, let's bet on you. So I think that is something that can get a lot of new bettors in trouble. Uh, I would still lean on a lot of dogs, lean on a lot of unders. One thing I did notice too, Pritch, Buffalo at the Rams, that Mm -hmm. big debut game. Remember that was back and forth, minus one Rams, minus one Bills. The Bills are up to minus two and a half. 
Okay. So I don't know if that's a money line Bills play. Maybe that could be a tease the Rams up to eight and a half. But we did see movement toward Buffalo in that opening night game. Yeah, it looks like uh, the Bills starters are going to start the game against the Broncos, too. It'd be interesting to see Von Miller, if he's out there, against his former team uh, that way. A lot to look forward to come up uh, this weekend, Josh. A lot to look forward to on the show because we're going to get to best bets uh, in our final segment here on the program this week. Uh, it's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
The first inning in Major League Baseball is unpredictable, but you can place a no-run first inning wager with confidence at BetMGM. Make a no-run first inning prop bet on any Friday MLB game. If only one run is scored in the first, you'll get your stake back and free bets up to twenty dollars. That's right. Just place a parlay, no run, first inning bet. No runs in the first, no problem, you win. If only one run is scored, you get your wager back and free bets up to twenty dollars. Take big swings all season long with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks are used with permission. Must visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least twenty-one years old to wager. It's a new and existing customer. Offer opt-in is required. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's one eight hundred Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's betting across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, with you. Uh, so, Josh, a um, lot going on today. Uh, baseball all over the place, uh, football certainly got UFC too. Uh, but let's start with Major League Baseball. We got best bets here. Um, we're going to start with this game because this is going to be interesting to me, uh, what you have to play here when you're looking at the Braves uh, and Houston. Uh, hottest teams really. I mean, the Braves are incredible what they're doing right now, closing that gap on the Mets. Uh, where are you going with this play? Yeah, I'm going to take the dog in this one, Pritch. I'm going to go Houston. And by the way, sadly, last night, DeGrom, we couldn't get it done. So tip your cap to the Braves with that plus money last night. But uh, this one, Pritch, who knows? Maybe a World Series preview. You look at the Houston Astros, plus 400, third best odds. uh, I think it's actually second best odds. They're now ahead of the Yankees and I think only trailing the Dodgers at this point. Atlanta's plus 1,200. I think this Atlanta team, they got some mojo just like Mm -hmm. last year. Plus 1,200 is not a bad futures bet at this price. But tonight, I am going to go Astros. This jumped out to me, Pritch, as kind of a value play. You really never get this really good Astros team uh, at a plus money number. You know, on the year, uh, they are, I think, 77 and 43. And no one really seems to be talking about them. And now they're getting Lance McCullers back, who's pitching tonight. He's 1-0, and ERA of zero. He's only had one game back uh, since his injury. But he shut down, uh, you know, the batters in the first game back. He's facing Kyle Wright, who is really good. Kyle Wright on the year, 14-5, and 5, 3.14 ERA. But what's the market telling us? You're getting a slight majority of bets on the Braves just saying, hey, ride the Braves at home, short short number there. Yet this number has fallen towards Houston. You look at the opening number, it was around Braves minus 130. They're down to around minus 120 now at this point. So the line is going towards Houston, plus 120, down to around plus 110 now. Uh, maybe it's kind of a letdown spot. I know this Braves team that I'm high on in general, but you had this really big series against your divisional opponent with the Mets. You take three out of four. Now Houston's coming to town. Uh, Houston 48 and 32 against righties. They're 38 and 25 on the road. Uh, and you do have an interleague line move, but it's always notable to me, interleague matchup when you really don't know the opponent that well, where does the line move toward? It's moving toward Houston here. And by the way, Pritch, they put up 21. They scored three touchdowns yesterday uh, against the Chicago White Sox. So maybe the bats keep staying hot. I'm on the Astros here at a little bit of plus money. All right, we got the Mets and the, and the Phillies here. And interesting about the Mets, uh, certainly, we just talked about the Braves right there. The Mets on the road, they're the dog against Philly. Uh, Philly's minus 118. You catch the Mets at uh, plus uh, 108. Seven and a half as a total with Nola on the bump for Philadelphia. So 
So not much here in terms of movement. Philly opened around minus 120-ish, really hasn't moved in general. The Mets would have some, you know, road division dog value here, but I didn't play the side. I took the over here, Pritch. It did open at eight. It's down to seven and a half. So I think there was some under money when it opened at eight, take the eight under. But you've seen a ton of buyback on the over at this point. The mm -hmm. over seven and a half, uh, it was like minus 115 when we started our show. Now it's over seven and a half minus 120. So a lot of buyback here on the over. And it's also becoming kind of a contrarian over spot. Both Bassett and Nola, they've been good this year. ERAs in the low threes. About 60% of bets are on the under. So public is taking the under. That, uh, to me, is an opportunity to go the other way and take the over. Typically, the public always wants to be on the over. Sometimes when you see that heavy betting under, it gives the opportunity to rare in a rare spot go the other way. But it's also a weather-based play, Pritch. If you look mm. at Philly tonight, it's going to be about 85, 90 degrees. Hot night. Wind is blowing out to dead center around 10 miles an hour. Citizens Bank Ballpark is one of your better over stadiums in general. And if you look at Citizens Bank Park over the last decade or so, when the wind's blowing out at least five miles an hour, especially later in the summer, the over is about 61%. So I'm going to expect some runs here. I'm going to take the over seven and a half. Maybe that hot, windy, uh, you know, wind blowing out to center will turn some warning track fly balls, maybe into some home runs. Okay. Base runners uh, are going to be uh, maybe few, far between. Who knows? I mean, Nola doesn't walk <laughs> anybody, right? Uh, his whip is off the charts, uh, point, uh, nine two. Uh, that's way above average right there. So, Josh, I mean, uh, base runner is going to be interesting for this one. Uh, let's get to your next play, though. Uh, Angels and the Tigers. What are you seeing in this matchup? I'm going to go Angels in this one, Pritch. By the way, Mike Trout is back tonight. That's huh, a surprise right. to me. We saw that you know, yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. heard the news he's come, coming back, but I, last we heard, Pritch, like, you go back, I don't know, three weeks, a month ago, it was like his career's in jeopardy. He's mm -hmm. had that weird back issue. So the fact that he's coming back, I think that's going to give a boost here to the Angels. And we have seen a move toward the Angels. They open around minus 130 on the road. They're up to around minus 140-ish across the market. Shop around. You can probably find, I see one minus 30, uh, 135 still out there. But non-division road favorites, 61% this year, correlative betting, Favorite low total, line move to the favorite, total open at eight. It's down to seven and a half. Trout is back, as we mentioned, but also the pitching matchup. Sandoval, it's 3.42 ERA in the year, but two starts in August, 1.74 ERA. He's facing Manning, who's got an ERA around four in August. So I'm thinking with Trout back, maybe it gives you some juice. We got a line move to the Angels. The Dodger, the uh, the Detroit Tigers are pretty much out of it at this point. Uh, I'm going to go with this team here that's hitting better and it's got their best player coming back, or maybe not their best player. Maybe Otani's better, Pritch. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Trout in his in his return. Give me the Angels here. I'm going to lay around a minus one forty. The Market Insights podcast that you do each and every day it has more information in regards to your systems you play. Certainly, some of the data you're looking at. Uh, let's go over to football. Uh, Detroit. Uh, they are the favorite against Indy, minus three here. On the road, 39 uh, is the total. What are you seeing here? So I'm going Detroit. I'm going the kneecappers are here, Pritch. Let's go, uh, let's go with the crew. And a couple <laughs> things. I really like the slate tomorrow. Okay. There's uh, eight yeah. teams overall. And we have a lot of info-based bets where one coach is telling us what they're doing. The other coach uh, may also be telling us what they're doing, but in the opposite direction. So I like the Lions on the money line here. Again, I'm a big money line guy. I pay more juice for the security of just saying, hey, win the game. But the Lions open at some shops like a pick em type number, getting a point, laying a point. Again, all these openers are different across the different books. When you're in preseason, you don't get really a consistent opener. But now they're up to minus three. So all this movement is going toward Detroit. Big thing here uh, is that if you look at Indy, Frank Wright came out the other day and said, quote, most of our ones will not play. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to see Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, your good offensive line, Pittman, all these guys. Uh, whereas Detroit... You think Mr. Kneecaps is going to take a day off? No way, Pritch. He wants to win this thing. So I'm going to go Detroit 
Indy's not playing any of their guys. That's a money line, not Lions play for me tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, coaches, they, they do use that, Josh. Uh, we got to get used to winning. We got to know how to win, uh, right? And, and certainly, uh, I can see Coach Campbell kind of doing that uh, in that locker room. That's where it kind of gets easier uh, when you can have a, a lack of motivation on one side. We saw some starters uh, for Indy in, in game one. Uh, so maybe that's the path for Frank Reich uh, to kind of rest his starters as we get closer and closer uh, to the season. You know, the Denver line is interesting. It's up to six and a half. I'm seeing Buffalo laying it uh, 42 because Buffalo, Josh Allen, he's going to get to start there. Uh, but, I mean, what I'm hearing in Denver is that defense – all over the place is flying around and making it difficult for Russell Wilson uh, and that offense, Josh. I mean, they're catching six and a half points here on the road preseason. And that is, yeah, that's a lot of points. And I know the, uh, the total is actually pretty high too. I think it's like 42 at this point. It opened mm -hmm. like around 39 and a half. I want to give a shout out to Nate, Nate Kreckman, who we had on earlier in the week. He was telling us that Wilson won't play. I'm on Eli Buffalo when they were minus four. So now they're all up to six and a half. Again, it, it, I'm with you, Pritch, with that, like the Patriots line tonight. It's getting up there. So you yeah. got to, you know, say to yourself, am I comfortable laying this number uh, based on the line moving really far away from me? So that's up to you as the better. Uh, but I do like Buffalo in that matchup. Again, hit him a little bit earlier. The other one is the Chargers, Pritch. Okay. Mike McCarthy said that he's not going to play his guys. That's kind of been a thing he's been doing uh, for quite a while at this point. That was kind of a pick em number at a lot of shops as an opener. The Chargers are now up to minus three. So that's a Chargers money line play for me as well. And then lastly, again, Andy Reid said to starters, Mahomes, they're probably going to play the first half against the Commanders tomorrow in that 4 o'clock game. That's a first half money line bet on the Chiefs for me. All right. And then the UFC too. Uh, like I said earlier, I mean, you you have all the devices. You're going to be a single man this weekend too. So get after it, Josh Applebaum. <laughs> uh, UFC football, my goodness. Yeah, we got it all, Pritch, and you are right. So uh, keep keep quiet here. Don't tell the fiance, <laughs> but she's gone this weekend. So we're, we're going to get into some trouble this weekend and bet a lot of games. Uh, but I am going to look at Devalishvili, Mareb Devalishvili. It's about against Jose Aldo this weekend in UFC. Huge, huge discrepancy here. This opened like minus 110, uh, both sides. Pick them number. Devalishvili is now up to minus 140. He's got a big youth advantage. He's 31 years old. Aldo's 35. But the thing I really like about this one, Pritch, the, the discrepancy here, only 32% of bets at BetMGM are, are on Devalishvili, yet he's getting almost 60% of the money. At DraftKings, he's getting almost 90% of the money despite getting only 30% bets. So that's my one and done. Let's see if okay. we can escape with a win there. Minus 140. Pritch, I'm going to miss you on Monday. They're sending me to the DraftKings studio to record some videos. Good luck with you and Adam Burke. Thank you very much. Yeah, Adam Burke's going to be with me on Monday's show. Uh, recap everything from the National Football League. But uh, enjoy yourself this weekend. But not too much, Fritz. Yeah, no, I'm no, too to much. It. Do it. Oh, yeah. Get it in, Josh. <laughs> Great job. The Edge coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.